All right, we're going to try one more time and see if I can get this episode to come out of my mouth because we're having a lot of trouble with words today and I keep mumbling them and jumbling them up and not communicating very well. I think I'm just tired. It is Friday afternoon. It's been a hectic day. It's actually been a hectic week for me with work, which I'm so grateful for. But yeah, I'm tired now and I thought I would have a break by making a podcast, which in a way is not a break because making content is part of my job. And yeah, I thought I would talk more today anyway about online coaching. Someone asked that on my Instagram Q&A when I asked about podcast topics and I thought it was a good thing to talk about in case one of you are interested in maybe becoming an online coach in the future or just having your own online business because it is a lot more challenging than what you might think. And yeah, so I wanted to share more about what my typical day looks like and some of the things I love about online coaching and some of the things I find difficult because with everything, there are pros and cons and that includes online coaching. But for the most part, I really love it and I am so grateful to be where I am right now because I really spent a long time struggling to um, you know, get my first client and to grow my business at the start. I think everyone has that struggle in the online space, especially. It is really hard. It is competitive. It is, it's just really hard. And now I'm at this point where I'm pretty much fully booked and it's just crazy to me that I'm here. Like I dreamt about getting here for so long, you know, and when you get here, it's like, wow, okay, what's next? But anyway, so I'm very happy to be busy and I wanted to share more about what my day looks like to start. So I typically wake up between 5 a.m. and 6 a.m. naturally. I don't set an alarm because I don't have to, obviously. I don't have an office that I have to go to. I don't have anyone that I have to answer to. I am free to do what I want when I want to do it and I love that. And I work well in that environment because when I used to have a full-time job, right? And I actually asked if I could go to the office an hour earlier and start earlier because I am so productive in the morning, in the afternoon around now, 3 p.m. I am not productive at all. I don't like working at this time unless it's easy work. And there's not really easy and hard. Well, there is, but for example, talking to a client is easy, helping them through whatever they're going through or checking in with them, that's easy. So I, I'm, I can do that this time of day. But first thing in the morning, when I am fresh, when I'm bright, that is when I like to do hard things like program design. And I find programming design, programming design, see, I can't talk today. (laughs) I find program, like writing programs can be hard. Sometimes it's easy, but sometimes it's hard and it's not necessarily my favorite thing about coaching. So I like to get that done first thing in the morning. So I will wake up around 5 to 6 a.m. And then I'll head down to my coffee shop, cafe. I'll walk there because I don't have a car anymore. I got rid of my car when I thought I was going to move to Melbourne, which is funny because I never moved to Melbourne. And 
I've got rid of my car for no reason, but I kind of love it anyway because it helps me get more steps in and just be more active in general. Anyway, so I'll go down to the cafe, get my long black coffee, sit there with my laptop for about two hours usually, and I will just get a chunk of work done. Usually that work is programs and sometimes some check-ins with clients, sometimes some emails, just depending on the day. I'll look at my calendar and see what programs are due and then go from there. And then once I get back from the cafe, I will usually have a bit of a break from work. I'll either go for a walk or I'll go to the gym and get a workout done. I either get my workouts done after I get a chunk of work done in the morning or I like to go during the day at lunchtime. Usually the gym is less busy then and that's why I go then. But sometimes at the moment, especially where I live on the Gold Coast, it's busy all the time because everyone here seems to have odd jobs or they don't work, I guess. But I went to the gym this morning at 9am and it was packed. So <laughs> I was like, why are you people not all at work? Probably because they have jobs like me and can work whenever they want. Anyway, so... Once I do some exercise, some movement, just to feel good, sometimes I'll go to the grocery store, like that's getting a walk in, right? And being productive, getting groceries. I'll do that, then I'll come home again. I will usually eat some breakfast and get into another chunk of work. And my work then usually either looks like more programs or it might be an article like writing or it might be replying to some clients. So it really just depends. The rest of my day, once I get that chunk of work done in the morning that I'm happy with, I just let the rest of the day flow how it does naturally on that day. I don't really have a set plan. I have a to-do list of all the things I wanna get done for the day. But other than that, as long as I'm ticking that off as I go, I kind of just let it flow. And if I feel like taking a YouTube video and it, like the words are coming out, which I always have trouble getting words out, guys. But if the words are coming out, then I will make a YouTube video and get that ticked off at that time. Or maybe I'm bombarded with client messages and I need to get through some of those, otherwise I get too stressed if there's too many. So I will get through some client messages and then I will take the YouTube video or then I will do something else you know, so I just let it flow. But typically my days look like lots of communicating with clients, checking up on them, making sure they're okay, making sure they're progressing how they should be, making form feedback videos for clients that send me form videos, um, checking their sheets, updating their results sheet, all of that. It just, it's a lot of client work during the day. And then usually in the afternoon is when I start thinking about content, especially short form content. So short form content includes TikTok and Instagram. So I'll try to get some of that done in the afternoon and I'm actually putting a lot of pressure on myself at the moment. I usually leave my Instagram post till after dinner, like around 7.30 PM at night and that's not very good for me because I really should be getting off my phone then. And I also wanna leave my nights free for study and working on my business at the moment. So I'm trying to be off my phone at nighttime and just studying. 
um, and that means I've got to get my content done before 6 p.m. So I usually spend 4 p.m. to 6 p.m. doing some extra client messages and short form content. And then the long form content just happens whenever it happens. So the long form stuff is articles, YouTube videos and podcasts. Sometimes that stuff is left for the weekend. It just depends. So I don't really take weekends. I just take it as it comes. Usually I am a little bit more free from client messages, but my clients are welcome to message me whenever they want. And I always get back to them within 24 hours at the moment. I love that. So it's hard because I am working, like I work all the time, but I love it. So it's hard to kind of find that balance of not working and doing something else. But at the moment, because I can't travel, there's really nothing else to do or nothing else I want to do. Apart from reading, I would like to get more into reading, not study related stuff, but it's hard to find time for that because if I'm reading something uh, in my head, I'm like, I should be studying or reading something that's going to be productive and help me help my clients better. So at the moment I am studying blood chemistry and gut health. It's fascinating. And my goal has always been to save the world from chronic disease, right? And so I want to make help make my clients healthier overall. Part of that is fat loss. Part of that is nutrition. Part of that is training. But then the other part of that, health is complex, right? So the other part is mental stuff, mindset stuff. So I've done a lot of mindset coaching courses. I'm actually doing another one at the moment on the side, as well as the blood chemistry stuff. Then it's the health issues. So a lot of you have issues that you're not even aware of it because you won't get your blood tested. Or if you get your blood tested, the doctor tells you that you're fine, even though Maybe you're fine against the reference ranges, but if you compare your blood markers against optimal ranges, very likely you're not fine and you can be doing something to help help optimize your health. So that is what I'm learning about at the moment. It is fascinating and it's really going to help me kind of complete the skill set required to help me save the world from chronic disease. So that's how I put it to one of my clients today. Um, yeah, so I think that's really all about my day and what I get up to. And is there anything else? Obviously replying to emails and inquiries, that's part of it as well. There's a lot, it's really a lot. And if you want to become an online coach, you have to be willing to work very hard and I think you really have to be in it for the right reasons. Money is not one of them. Helping people is one of them. If you enjoy helping people, if you love uh, health and fitness, I guess, then online coaching might be for you. It's super rewarding. It's very fulfilling as a job, but it is full on and it's not as simple as just writing a program and handing it to your clients and letting them go off. Like for some people, some coaches, maybe it is, but for me, it's definitely not the case. Um, yeah. So I thought I would get into some of the things I really love about online coaching and then I'll go into some of the hard things. So 
where do I start with this? Because I really love it. Like there's so much I love about it. I guess in terms of online coaching compared to personal training, because obviously I started in a gym. I believe if you want to be a good online coach, you have to start in the gym, working with real bodies in person to really understand how people move typically and how people should move, how to cue them to move better, common mistakes they're likely to make, how to fix that. And it's just, I think it's essential to start off in the gym first. So that is what I did. I quit working in the gym in 2019 and that's when I went fully online in July, 2019. So something I love about online coaching as opposed to personal training in a gym I think, I don't know if this is the case for everyone, but I believe, for me anyway, you get better results coaching someone online than what you do in the gym. Just because online, you can really delve into every aspect of health with your client. Whereas in a gym, you're very limited by time and your clients are coming to you to be trained, right? but you don't have time to go through nutrition properly. You don't have time to educate them on everything that comes into getting a good transformation because there's so much more to it than just training. There's so much more to it than just nutrition. Mindset is a massive barrier for a lot of my clients. And so I really enjoy helping them get a stronger mindset around life really but also just mental shifts with food improving their relationship with food improving their relationship with the scale helping them understand their body better all of that I love that so much I love how it's so much more than just training because training is a very important part of your results but it is only part of your results so I love being able to cover all of it but in a way it makes it harder because there's so much to cover still. But the fact that I am not restricted to one hour in the gym with the client makes it easier, I guess. So something else I really love is getting to know my clients and watch them grow. So typically my clients stay with me for a while. I, I don't have any kind of, I used to have a three month cancellation policy or like you have to be in it for three months and I've kind of got rid of that just because I don't find it necessary. Um, and yeah, like watching my clients, some of them have been with me for over a year. I've had a few that have been with me for more than two years now and a lot that are, you know, coming up to their first year with me. And it's just so nice to watch them grow and when they have those aha moments, when they can see the massive changes in themselves, not just in terms of their body, but how they think, that makes me so happy. And when they get to that stage where they are just, they go into the gym so empowered and they see it as a journey that they don't want to leave. Like there is no end destination to this right like it is a journey and once they can kind of see that for themselves that makes me really happy 
because then I know they're kind of set with that right mindset to leave me and go on about it on their own and keep all of their hard work, right? So I really enjoy helping them, like educate them with all of the tools they need to develop a stronger mindset, to empower them in the gym, to empower them in their life with everything. Like one of my clients recently got a pay rise (laughs) from things I was discussing with her and that was really cool, you know. So I really love helping my clients see how powerful they are in other areas of their life, not just in terms of health and fitness. And it all comes back to like knowing your worth, right? Because a lot of you don't know your worth and I spent years struggling to kind of show up for myself and demand my worth um, and to even see that for myself. So now I really love helping my clients be able to do that. Um, What else do I love? I love waking up in the morning. That's why I get up so early because I really look forward to the work I get to do. I look forward to catching up with my clients, seeing where they're at. And my clients are amazing. Like I seem to just attract very supportive, beautiful people. And I am so grateful for that. So what else do I love? I think the last thing I really, really love. Am I saying love too much? I feel like I am. But anyway, I really enjoy the problem solving aspect of this coaching thing because a lot of the solution for your problem is straightforward but there's always something else that comes up that has to be dealt with as well not always but often there are other things that really need to be worked on and if a client you know makes some progress and then stops making progress that happens right and it's a matter of then me working out why what what's changed like you were making progress what's going on now with your training, with your nutrition, with your consistency, with your gut. Like there's so many things that come into play. And honestly, like, yes, calorie deficit for weight loss. But if you have other issues and if you don't have that strong mindset and you don't have a good relationship with food, then it's a lot more than just a calorie deficit you need to work on to achieve your goal. And I think that's A lot of people don't realize that when they start up and especially with training, like you don't realize how much you don't know until you start training properly. And there's so much more to it than just doing the exercises. There's so much more to it than even just following a structured program. Like I will give 20 people a really good program to follow and maybe five of them will get good results on their own because there's so much more to it and there's just always things that come up that have to be worked on and everyone is different and I love that. I love working out with my clients what is actually going on, what is actually stopping them from making progress and then overcoming that hurdle or barrier. That is so fulfilling and that is, it's just, for both of us, like 
for me to see them finally overcome something and make progress again and be so proud and happy with themselves for not giving up and to continuing to stay consistent, trust the process, trust me and be patient, like that means everything to me. So you really have to have that no give up, um, never give up attitude when you go into something like changing your body because it isn't easy. Change is hard and especially when you're working with your own body. Anyway, what else? I love giving my clients more than they expect as well. So I'm not very good at selling myself to be honest and I don't really try hard to because I don't need to especially at the moment like I'm fully booked so I what was I saying yeah I don't really I guess tell them everything they're gonna get when they sign up and I think then most of them anyway from what I have heard from my clients they get surprised with what they actually get and the value they get from me and that makes me really happy. So now moving on to what I find difficult about online coaching and what you might find difficult as well if you want to become an online coach. I think the biggest one is managing client expectations. That is really hard especially in terms of time because you don't realize how much you have to learn, I guess, how much groundwork you have to do to start making progress. For a lot of you anyway, it obviously depends on your starting point and your history with diets and stuff like that. But, you know, if you if you come to me having done a lot of yo-yo dieting and can't lose fat on... 1200 calories a day and you are legitimately stuck there and are tracking properly then we can't take your calories we can't drop them further like that's not going to work either so we need to reverse diet you and that is going to take longer and therefore the time that it takes you to achieve your goal is going to take even longer and I think it's just so hard because there's so much you only see the best online, right? So you might see a transformation photo online and it looks like it's been achieved in eight weeks, but you have to remember that person was either in a very, very, very good starting position that you're not there yet. Well, you might not be there yet. And especially if you have never trained properly before, or especially if you have some kind of gut issue or health issue coming to, into play. It's just all I can say, and I'm very um, honest about this with all my clients when they sign up and in all the content I put out, I'm like, it's gonna take a long time. It takes a long time. Stop expecting it to take 12 weeks because you should make good progress in 12 weeks, but it's probably gonna be different progress to what you expect but that progress that you make in the first 12 weeks of doing things properly is essential to build that solid foundation to keep making lifelong progress, right? And changes that you get to keep for life. Whereas if you try and take shortcuts and you don't do that groundwork and you keep skipping that groundwork, which a lot of you do when you get attracted to some 12 week transformation plan or some other quick fix diet, if you, 
keep going down that route, then you're never going to get results at last. So doing that groundwork, it takes time. It takes more time than what you think. You're not gonna make the progress that you wanna make in the first 12 months, I mean 12 weeks. But by the time you get to 12 months, you should see some really significant changes in your body. And if you just allow the space in your timeline for how long it's gonna take, and if you set yourself up in your head to just go hard for a year, stay consistent for a year, you are going to make far better progress and you are going to be so proud of yourself by the end of that year as opposed to being like, okay, I'm just going to try this for a month and then only sticking to it for a month, being demotivated because you expect really great changes in that month, then you kind of fall off track because you think it's not worth it or it doesn't work or you just need to give yourself that space and tell yourself it's going to take a year, stick with it for a year and I guarantee you will be happy with the changes if you do things right, obviously, and you're following a good plan. But give it time and that's, yeah, it takes time. So what else? Something else that is hard is I guess the fact it is such a big responsibility and I don't take that lightly. Like if you are managing someone else's health, like health is everything. If you don't have your health, then what's the point of life, right? If you don't have good health, then you're not truly living and experiencing and making the most out of your life. So I think that is really hard and obviously trying to get people just in general, like to understand how valuable it is to make or give yourself, invest in yourself, I guess, and invest in doing things the right way and taking the time to do things the right way to improve your health. Because a lot of you take your health for granted and yeah, I wish I could change that. Anyway, Another thing that I don't, well, I find difficult is I guess working from home can be hard because I have no problems in terms of productivity, but sometimes it's not really lonely. I don't mind being alone because I'm an introvert and it's just how I am, but it's nice when you are having those struggle days or weird things that happen or someone makes you upset, or someone says something to you online that makes you upset, you know, that kind of thing. Um, I'm lucky most of my clients, well, all of my clients are lovely and they don't make me upset, but it's usually someone online or someone will email you and actually I don't get any of those emails either, but it's usually comments <laughs> on short from short form content. But anyway, so not having anyone like in the office that you can kind of go and debrief with or just chat to in general that can be hard and I honestly don't know any other online coaches in the Gold Coast on the Gold Coast um that's where I live I only know one other online coach in Australia I know people that train out of a gym but they're not fully online so they don't fully get it and that can be quite hard. Most of my online coach friends are in the US and obviously I can't even go there at the moment, which sucks. So that can be really hard as well. I have to 
catch up with all of them online and yeah it'll just be nice to sometimes go into that office and say hi to everyone and you know I do miss that a little bit but there's so many benefits to being able to work from home and do things in your own time and not have anyone yelling at you to do things a certain way or to do things by this time like yeah that's nice so and I wouldn't change that honestly so yeah what else something else I find really hard is the fact I struggle to turn off and I think I mentioned this before but I'm really trying hard to not use my phone so much at night time now and to not like be messaging all night and stuff like that I need to take that space for my head and actually journaling I'm just looking at my journal now I forgot to even mention that is a big part of my day and I usually do that around three or four o'clock in the afternoon when I am not in kind of a good work mode like I'm not productive then so yeah anyway I think I'm going to leave it there for this podcast because I feel like I finally got out enough words to make it an episode and if I keep going I might stuff up my words and then we're not editing these so then I might have to just delete it and start again and that would suck. So yeah I'm having trouble turning off at night time but we are working on that and if you want to become an online coach it is truly so rewarding if you do things the right way and I have not done this on my own. I have not got to this stage on my own. I have had so many business coaches and mentors to help get me here. So I highly recommend getting someone to help you and guide you. It's just like with coaching, right? Like having accountability and having guidance having someone to kind of turn to when things don't seem to be working and having someone to help keep you going through that, it really does make such a difference. And there were so many days, I still remember them when I was starting out, usually on a Friday, for some reason Fridays were always bad days for me and things just would not seem to be working and I would spend half the day in tears, right? And it would be... A coach or a mentor or even a friend that I met through the coaching that would message me on that Friday when I was like about to give up and they would say something to help me keep going or to help me see progress that I was actually making and it just makes such a difference so get help if you want to become an online coach it is not easy to get into but it is very rewarding and yeah, who knows what is next for me. I think I will be doing this online coaching thing for a while, but I do plan to probably do it in a slightly different capacity as I evolve, but we'll see. Who knows? I'm definitely open to more growth though. I love it and I just want to become an even better coach to help me serve my clients better. That is the goal. I love them so much. I care for them so much and I'm so grateful for them. So yeah, anything I can do to be better for them, I will do it. Anyway, I think I've said everything I wanted to say. If you would like 
to check me out more my website is coachjody.com i put that in the notes and thank you for listening